Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. Hello listeners, thank you again for joining us here today on PICCO Happenings. We are visiting here with Mr. Eddie Height. He was elected in November to serve the Dan River District on the Board of Supervisors, and he will be sworn in to office on January 4th with two other new board members. Mr. Height has a wide range of experience from being an ordained minister to having served on the county's Industrial Development Authority for 10 years. And many of you may know Mr. Height from his years in the banking industry or as a coach and Little League Baseball umpire. So welcome to the program, Mr. Height. Thank you. So this was your first campaign, your first elected seat that you ran for. How did that go? It, it was an enjoyable experience, a learning experience, a lot of work. Yes. Did you do a lot of door knocking? Uh, a, a little. I have a great campaign team, though. I had some, some help that really got the word out in our community. So I don't think I had to work quite as hard as probably some of our other candidates did, but I, I still did my fair share of visits. Well, that's good. Um, is there anything you want to say to the voters now that you've been elected? I would like to thank all the voters of the Dan River District that did vote for me. It's been a joy getting around to the community members meeting. I've met a lot of people I didn't know and made some new friends, and it's it's something that I've really enjoyed the process of, of an election. And if you ever want to understand what it means, just run for office and you'll, you'll get a good, quick education. Yes, always good to encourage folks to do that. So we did go over a little bit about your experience, but can you talk to our listeners some more about, you know, your your background and your, you grew up here in the, in the county? I, I have lived my whole life in the Dan River District, Ringgold community. Born and raised in the Mountain Hill area, and then when I was a little bit, about seven or eight, we moved on to a tobacco farm over on Kentuck Road, and uh, we spent about 10 years over there, so spent plenty of time working the farm and learned the value of work. I've learned also in the, you know, as growing up in the neighborhood and the community, a lot of the people and different concerns that people have had through the years. My father instilled in me a, a, a love for community, and we used to be passionate about our discussions with county politics. Oh, really? And that as was a kid. That, as a kid. And all, as I was growing up, my brother would used to tell me, he said, I hate when you and dad get to talking about county politics because nothing else matters when y'all start talking about it. We just, we were very passionate, and that's, that was a driving force in, in me wanting to get involved. Now, was your father involved in politics at all? No, ma'am. He was an electrician and plumber. Okay. He just liked to keep up with it. He, he was very passionate. He, he got his Star Tribune every Wednesday, and, and he kept up with it. Well, very good. Now, so you went, I guess, immediately into the banking industry? I was 18, started out at Virginia Bank and Trust, worked with them for 38 years, and then... Uh, when they merged with First National, I left there, took a couple of years off, and came back to work in the workforce back in March of this year. Oh, okay. Here at the URW. I would have probably stayed retired, but our daughter had our first grandchild about 
three months ago. So, well, congratulations. When we found out she was going to have a, a baby. We, my wife says, Hey, somebody's got to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. A, a granddaughter or a grandson? Grand, little grandson. Oh, okay. Named Elijah. Well, shout out to Elijah out there. <laughs> How old is he now? He He's three months this week. Oh, he's really small. Yes. Oh, okay. And they just recently moved to Michigan. Oh, no. My, my son-in-law is a minister, and they moved up to the Michigan area. So we're excited about the holidays coming up because they're going to come home and spend about a week here. So can't wait. Well, that's good. Well, you're an ordained minister, too. Yes, ma'am. I was ordained when I was 18 years old. Wow. I've been preaching for 40 years. I go around the different churches and fill in wherever the Lord opens the door. I'll, I'll go in and preach. So you have your banking experience, which is finance, and then you have a people sort of orientation with, with being a minister. So how, how will that help you on the board, do you think? Well, I think the, the finance end is going to help me looking at budget items. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And also trying to make sure people work together. And that's that's what I want to see with our board is working together, you know, bringing us together. I know uh, we've got another minister on the board also, and Mr. Tucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, so hopefully with two preachers up there, we can, uh, we can keep things running pretty smooth. Okay. And then also you... Do some coaching and umpiring. That's a whole other I, I, with the kids. I actually, I umpired Little League for over 25 years. I gave that up a few years ago. The the little bit older I got, the, the worse it was on my body. Oh, yeah. So, but, and then after I, I got out of that, I helped my daughter coach volleyball. So it's it's been great experience working with kids. And that's another thing that I, I would love to see us with our recreation department in the county. You know, we, we, we need to make sure we're, we're offering things for our young people. Yeah, that kind of was the focus of our Citizens Academy. You know, we're doing this hypothetical rec center because yeah. that is a need. Parks and rec is a need in the county. It is very much a need. And that goes, to me, that goes hand in hand with economic development. Because when you've when you're got companies coming in here, they want things for their children to be able to get, be involved in. Yeah, so it's a, it's a drawing card for our, for our economic development teams. Well, you also have an interest in that area because you're on the uh, IDA Industrial Development Authority. Tell yes. us about that. I served on that for ten, ten years. Uh, about eight of those, I was chairman. Uh, got to work with several different economic development leaders. Matt Rowe, who is our economic development director now, is he impressed me from day one that he has so much energy and passion for his job, and I think he's been a great asset to the county. Oh, yeah. And I, I look forward to continuing to work with Matt in my new role as supervisor. Were there any big projects that came through the IDA when you were on there? We did several projects with Intertake, uh, Axor oh, in yeah. our Ringo community, uh-huh. uh, LK Manufacturing. There were several other projects that, that we worked on, and Amthor. Oh, we, worked, okay. we worked with Amthor some on some expansions in the Gretna Park. And when I came off the board, we were working on de- developing the uh, old Klopman Mills site up in Hurt, which 
Stanton River Plastics. Oh, okay, yeah. That was that we were getting that off the ground my last year there. And can you explain to our listeners what the IDA is about, just in a few short sentences? We work with the, the IDA works with the economic development team to help bring businesses in. Uh, you know, we we own the Ringgold Industrial Park East. And we we have actually a nice size lot out there right now. We got on the market uh, a few years ago. We we had to we helped the county board of supervisors out with a bond rep with a uh, we made a loan to help the board out with mm-hmm. some tight financial spot there. Yeah, but so we work with economic development and with the board the supervisors. I say we the IDA does. Yes. Because now you're on the other yes, side I'm of the, the dais. I'm, I'm on the other side of the street now, so <laughs> I've got to remember. <laughs> With all this experience together, how do you think that you can be effective on the board going forward? I think my my finance background is going to help a lot with budgets. Serving on the IDA, I understand economic development. I've got you know more, and I think that's going to help us working with fire and rescue. Public safety, I think that that's a passion of mine, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to help our volunteer departments get more volunteers and retain volunteers because they're struggling right now getting volunteers. Yeah, that, that is needs, true. That needs to be a focus of how can we as a county help them to grow. Do you have any ideas in that direction? There's been several things recommended to me to do. And I, I'm open. I'm open to all suggestions. You know, we just need to find what's going to help us the most. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask what your special interests are, and apparently that is one of them. Yes. Fire and rescue. Is there, are there any others that you areas that you'd like to focus on? Well, I know in my district, Dan River District. I know our current supervisor Nancy Eames. Mm-hmm. She started some dialogue with. The first Piedmont landfill, mm-hmm. county and DEQ. We need to continue that that line of communication because we have people in our community that have real concerns about the landfill. Yeah, uh, and I will say I have concerns too because I live just a couple miles away from it. Oh, do you right now? Yes. Oh, okay. I learned something a few weeks, a few months ago that. I didn't realize the water table in our community runs north, and I live north of the landfill, and I'm about two miles from the landfill. So that is a concern that, you know, we just want to make sure everybody is safe. Yeah, I can understand that. So fire and rescue, the landfill, and and the residents who live around it, any other areas that are of concern to you? Just we need to continue to just work together in the county, working with our, our our partners in the city with city council, you know, continuing our joint ventures there. You know, I think that's been prosperous for us. And we need to just keep working together, bringing people together, different 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 people from different communities. You know, I've told people I'm not a politician, but I want to help our county be the best that we can be. We need to be open to our citizens and their suggestions 
because there are people out here in Pennsylvania County that are a lot smarter than I am about different areas, and we need to use that knowledge. So you want to you want to get more citizens involved in the yes. government? Yes, most definitely. We need them to be involved, to offer suggestions. We may can use those suggestions. We may not, but it'll, it'll help us to open our eyes as a board and to look at things differently, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you'll get a suggestion that you never thought of. That's right. And it turns out to be really good. Exactly right. Well, the last topic I'd like to touch on is we just got done with the reassessment. And next year, the board will have to take a really hard look at the tax rate as a result of the reassessment because property values went up an average of 48%. Do you have any ideas about how to approach that process? It, I mean, there is legal by code. You have to do certain things. But any ideas for you about approaching that? Well, I think we, we're going to have to as soon as we get on board, we're going to have to sit down and really look at our upcoming budget. You know, I know we've got things that the county needs. We've got to, we've got to build a county jail. That's not going to be cheap. That, yeah, that's a big item. You know, that's going to be a huge ticket there. And we're going to, you know, we're going to just have to look at the numbers. I mean, I, I would love us to start it okay to keep the same revenue coming in. What does the tax rate need to be? And then work from that point forward. Yeah. You know, there, there's going to be an increase. I can't, you know, I've, I've had people say that, well, I won't raise taxes. I never said I wouldn't raise taxes. I want to keep taxes as low as we possibly can because we have a lot of people in our county that are on fixed incomes. Yeah. You know, and we need to be aware that their incomes are fixed, you know, and we don't, we don't want to put as much burden on the taxpayers than we have to. Yeah. You know, hopefully if we can continue to draw, draw, grow our industrial base, we may not have to be as heavy on the tax increases. You know, I would rather see us get more, more industry in here and help with that. Yeah. But, yeah. but I do also understand that rooftop taxes, real estate taxes is where we get most of our tax revenue from. No, that is true. Well, Mr. Height, thank you for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure getting thank to you. know you better and looking forward to uh, working with you next year. Thank you. I'm looking forward to what is in store for us. Yes, hopefully 2024 will be a good year. It will be a great year. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.